0: Vroomp. Vroomp. Two hot dogs wrapped in silver foil shot into the air. Quick, catch him, Kate Hopkins called to her cousin Mike Walsh. They were on the walkway overlooking the Philadelphia Phillies baseball field. But the hot dog missiles soared far to the right. They dropped straight into the hands of fans in the outfield seats. Drat, Mike said. That wasn't even close. Don't worry. Kate said, "He'll be back." The Phillies' big green mascot, the Philly fanatic, was zipping across the field on the back of an ATV. He wore a red and white Phillies jersey with a star on the back instead of a number. Mounted in front of him was a cannon shaped like a huge hot dog. As the Philly fanatic zoomed by the third base line, he aimed the hot dog launcher at the crowd. Thwump, thwump. More hot dogs shot into the upper deck. Mike and Kate were visiting Philadelphia for a big Fourth of July weekend series between the Phillies and the Mets. Kate's mom was a sports reporter, and she often took Kate and Mike with her when she traveled for work. Her friend Carol, who worked for the Phillies, had gotten them tickets for all three games. The Philly Fanatics ATV circled around first base. Try waving your flags, Carol told them. Maybe that will get his attention. With the Fourth of July just two days away, the Phillies had given small American flags to all the fans at the ballpark. Mike and Kate waved their flags high in the air. Over here! Over here! they yelled. Finally, the fanatic drove Mike and Kate's way. This is it, Mike said. He handed his flag to Kate's mom and got ready. The fanatic stopped. He aimed his hot dog launcher right at Mike and Kate. He pulled the trigger twice. Zwoomp! Zwoomp! Two foil-wrapped hot dogs flew straight for Kate and Mike. They stretched up on their toes to grab them, but the hot dogs sailed right over their heads. Behind them, two fans caught the hot dogs. They ripped off the foil and took huge bites. Meanwhile, the Fanatics ATV zipped off the field as the players returned. The seventh inning was just about to start. The game was tied. Sorry, guys, Carol said. Let's head back to our seats for the rest of the game. The Phillies only have three innings to break this tie. Before they had gone very far, Kate tugged Mike's t-shirt. She pointed to a man in a colonial costume near one of the food stands. A small group of fans crowded around him. Look, she said. It's Benjamin Franklin. Mike's eyes grew wide. Really? he asked. Maybe he could give me some pointers for my history class. It's not the real Ben Franklin goofball, Kate said. He'd be over 300 years old. That man is an actor. I knew that, Mike said, rolling his eyes. He and Kate wormed their way to the front of the group just in time to see Ben hold up a kite and a shiny brass key. Does anyone know what I did with these? Ben asked the group. Kate waved her baseball cap. I know, she said. You proved storm clouds have an electrical charge. Exactly. Ben Franklin nodded. I also invented a lightning rod, a stove, and lots of other things. Can you guess one of them? Well, I know you didn't invent baseball, Mike said. Ben Franklin smiled. No, but I did invent bifocal glasses, he said touching the old-fashioned eyeglasses he wore. They helped me see both far away and close up. Maybe those umpires from yesterday's game could have used a pair. The Phillies fans laughed. Now if you'll excuse me, Ben said, I have to go fly a kite. The crowd clapped and drifted away. By the time Mike and Kate made it back to their seats, the game had started up again. For the next couple of innings, it seemed like the Phillies couldn't catch a break. They didn't get any runs in the seventh. The Mets scored three in the eighth. By the bottom of the ninth, the Phillies needed three runs to tie and send the game into extra innings. The first batter got a single, but the next two batters struck out. One more out, and the Phillies would lose the game. Poodles McGuire, the Phillies' tough little shortstop, stepped up to the plate. He was famous for making big hits just when the team needed them. Poodles let the first pitch go by. Strike! Come on, Poodles! Kate yelled. She waved her flag wildly. Mike stamped his foot and whistled. When the second pitch came in, Poodles swiveled his hips and swung with all his might. Pow! Mike and Kate jumped to their feet. The ball blasted off the bat. It flew high over the outfield. Home run! As poodles rounded the bases, a neon Liberty Bell behind the outfield lit up and swung from side to side. Bright blue stars in the bell flashed on and off. A great gonging sound echoed through the stadium. Wow, what's that? Mike asked. Carol leaned over to explain to Mike and Kate. It's a giant Liberty Bell made of neon lights, she said. When a Phillies player hits a home run, it lights up and looks like it's swinging back and forth. Poodles crossed home plate. Now the Phillies were only behind by one run. Nolan Addison, the Phillies' right fielder and power hitter, strode up to the batter's box. The crowd roared. Nolan twisted his cleats in the dirt and waited for the pitch. The Mets pitcher didn't waste any time. He hurled a fastball. Nolan swung from his heels the bat struck the baseball with brute force. Crack! But instead of the ball launching over the fence, Nolan's bat cracked apart. The ball bounced weakly to the pitcher, but pieces of the shattered bat flew everywhere. Watch out! Kate cried. A large piece of the bat was coming right at them,